The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Episode 26 of Swirl the Robots. That's right, it's been a full six months, and yeah, the last two weeks have kind of been a wreck, with a bunch of cartoons being removed from the Foamy channel on YouTube, and since we're probably not going to be able to post any of the uh, HD upgrades of the original series from, god, uh, the last two seasons, or three seasons, uh, our work schedule has been shifted about a year and a half, so we've been extra busy. So, for folks supporting, again, thank you. For those who sent us stuff, thank you. And I'll, I'll, I'll think that stuff is for that pumpkin thing on Twitch. I'll just ignore that and assume no one would send goodies to a fat carrot. But old boxes, letters, and such are now in quarantine. All of them! So everyone just has to wait. Because disease. I hate when my gifts are quarantined. Makes me feel like I live in a Christmas movie directed by George Romero. Night of the Living Dead gift boxes that kill your face. You, you got like an over-the-top quarantine process, don't you? You're damn right I do. Basically, anything that comes into the house has to sit in a separate room all by itself for at least seven days. But there's stuff in those boxes. Seven days. Yeah, but, mate, I mean, it's like they sent the stuff, right? And... Like, you know, it took a couple of days to get to you. So why don't you just factor that in? Just, no! Because I assume the last person that touched my stuff was fucking diseased, okay? That's the way you quarantine shit. Just assumed whoever touched it last who handed it to you was fucking sick. And then you don't touch that shit for days. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's, it, I believe that's a little over the top, even for me. But you know what? You do you, man. Have I gotten sick? Well, no. All right then, then I'm not wrong. Honestly. That is a very efficient way to decontaminate an item. Good job. Thank you. Anyway, so we're going to try this to make this a summer at home episode. Not that that's different for any of us here any other year, okay? But I know a lot of people like going out and getting sunshine, which is basically cancer, and going to the beach, which is basically cancer, and going into the ocean, which is basically cancer, and playing in the sand, which basically gets everywhere. But we can't do that this year. So let's have a little bit of summer at home. And, and how are we going to do that, mate? I'm going to rub sand in my eyes and be like, Oh, look at me, I'm at the beach. I don't like the sand in my eyes. Because it makes me cry. And then I'm sad. And swimming in an ocean of my tears made of sand. Shut up. Mm. Alright, so for people who want... All right, uh, my summers are generally a bit different than everybody else's, okay? I'm all about horror, gore, and people getting chopped up on the beach, okay? That's the kind of summer I like. So usually, to immerse myself in those summery vibes, I basically put on a bunch of horror movies set during the summer. Well, that's actually, that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> what, what, what? Like, give me a movie. Piranha. Oh, that was like that mini Jaws movie from like the 70s. Dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun,
acting game. No, not the one from the 70s. Um, I'm talking about the remake from like 2010. Had uh, Christopher Lloyd and Richard Dreyfuss for like five minutes. Oh, that was a fair bit of fishy horror. And kind of jank, but the fish biting was gruesome. I mean, it was like, oh, I remember a lot of jiggly in that. I mean, there was just bits bouncing around everywhere. Yes, I'd rewatch that actually. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it was kind of wall-to-wall jiggly for some reason, but most of them died, so I guess it's justifiable. But essentially, for those who haven't seen the movie, uh, it's like an earthquake unleashes prehistoric piranhas that were, you know, trapped in some underground what-the-hell-ever, uh, and they're released and unleashed upon a spring break-type crowd. And, I mean, in all seriousness, it wasn't awful. I remember it being not bad. However, they made a sequel a couple of years later called Piranha. Three double D. Well, that one, ugh, that I remember. Lots of jiggly. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was all sorts of kind of jank, though. I mean, the first, the first movie you could kind of even like and almost care about the characters, but the second one was like, here's a bunch of derpy motherfuckers acting like schmucks. Like, I mean, David Hasselhoff was in it as a celebrity lifeguard in a pool park where all the lifeguards were strippers. So, yeah. But again, a lot of people got eaten. So it was still kind of campy fun. Eh, Christopher Lloyd was in it for a few minutes, which is always good fun. But again, it wasn't as good as the first one. Well, I mean, it's not like you go into a movie like that expecting another Jaws or something, you know, some aquatic masterpiece. You know, it's like uh, going into Jersey Shore Shark Attack and expecting some kind of underwater oceanic masterpiece by James Cameron. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of always been the problem with summer-themed horror movies, though. It's like, it's like everyone is either camping or there's some sort of crazy sea creature shit happening. You know, it's, it kind of gets a bit tiresome, but, you know, I mean, like, 12 Friday the 13th, or I don't even know how many there are, but, uh, the Sleepaway Camp films, you got Jaws, Sh- Jersey Shore Shark Attack, anything with the word shark in it, um, apparently churned out by the Sci-Fi Channel. Um, God, it goes on and on. So, I mean, I try to keep with the stuff that's, like, just on the borderline of being terrible when it comes to movies like that. So, Piranha 3 Double D, which you by now know what the Double D stands for. That's just a dumb, fun movie, you know? But, uh, at least it wasn't bad as Sleepaway Camp 4. Oh, Sleepaway Camp 4! Oh, 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 that, not good. It was like a pizza made with American cheese and beef jerky, and then somebody put marshmallows in it. It's so bad! It's so bad! Yeah, don't get me started on that. Um, oh, yeah, hey, oh, I'll have some good news! Warning, there is a high probability of this being news related to the band Baby Metal. Ugh, is it, is this about Baby Metal? Um, maybe. What is it? They're releasing two live albums! Two! So you need to buy them both for me. What? No! Have you seen our YouTube revenue? I ain't buying anyone anything for years, bro. Years. But but they're only $40 each. Yo, I am not paying $40 for a live album. Just, yo, just wait for that shit to show up on Spotify or something. But, but, but then you don't get the cool memento of the concert, you know? Like, that's what physical media is all about, isn't it? You know, actually holding the thing makes it special. I'll agree. But respectfully deny. Your request is denied. But... Request denied. Request denied! Request denied. What she said! Besides, I'm saving my money for three games coming out. One, say no more, which I already talked about. 
another game called The Big Con, which has a quirky 90s mall vibe to it. So um, keeping my eye on it. And the alleged spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio! Are you serious? Yes! It's called Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. I don't think it's got the same ring as Jet Set Radio! You know what I'm saying. But, I don't know. Um, Bomb Rush Cyberpunk? No. Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. See, that sounds alright. Maybe they could do with that one. I like Jet Set Radio. Music was funky like a chunky lady in a bathtub suit. Scratching records on the water for subnautical beats for your swimmers here. And that's another cool thing. The original composer for Jet Set Radio... is doing the music for Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. That is an instant buy. That, 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 is, cool. that is cool. Amazing. Um, oi, maybe we can try to get Susie June in there as DLC or something, you know? Maybe help with the bills, right? Because, um, there's a game I'd like to get as well. Oh, Christ, does Baby Metal have a game now? Like some kind of platformer where you're traversing the galaxy trying to save metal? What? It, it, that would be kind of cool, actually, but... Well, it's not always about Baby Metal. Sometimes, it's just about cute anime girls playing in water. Like Senron, Kagura, Peach Beach, Splash get a sequel? No, but that is a very good summer game for those out there who like squatty guns and anime girls. And water, just saying. Online community can use more gaming members. Anyway, but no, it's not Senron, Kagura, Peach Beach, Splash. But it's made by the same people who made that. And it's called Kendagawa Jet Girls. You're on these super futuristic jet machines going through Tokyo waterways trying to use your water weapons to push your opponents onto dry land. Doesn't come out until like the end of August though, so, so, you know, got a wet month. Can we make $60 a month? I don't know. We'll see how things go and see where we are after bills and the YouTube culling dust settles. <laughs> and, no, hey, I do a lot of work. There are games I want to get. I want Say No More. I want Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. And... I could possibly wait for the big con because I'm not quite sure about it because I've just been following it based on the style being unique and weird. But we're not buying Baby Metal live albums for $40. Damn it. I watch... Hi. Uh, hello. I watched the Xbox thingy they did where they showed Master Chef shooting all the alien cooks in an open kitchen outside. It's, it's like Call of Duty meets Cooking Mama. It's savory fun. It's Master Chief, not Chef. Wrong. I bought the collect editions of the Master Chef collection with all the Hello games, and it came with a chef hat and a giant two-pronged fork. Only a Master Chef would need a fork that big. Dude, that's a plasma sword. Master Chef fork! Whatever, yeah. Xbox did a thing. Apparently, they're coming out with a shit ton of games during the new console cycle. Um, that Game Pass shit is awesome. Dude, $15 a month, basically, you're getting every new game that comes out day one. Are you fucking kidding me? I want all companies to do this. Nintendo, make a Game Pass so I don't have to pay $60 for your games that I get 12 minutes enjoyment out of. Thank you. Oh, doesn't that work with PC as well? I think it does. It's fucking crazy. It's like they're just throwing games at your face for $15 a month. They're coming out with another fable. What? Really? Yes. Well, oh, that's something. It's about joy, man. It's been like 12 years since the last fable. Jeez. Yeah, I actually saw the trailer for the new fable, and I mean, it's, it's a trailer, so there was no actual gameplay, and we probably won't see it. Like, forever. But, you know what? Who cares? They're actually working on it. Don't fuck it up, Xbox. We need a good Fable game. Because RPGs are taking themselves way too seriously these days. Boy, 
have you noticed a lot of games are like really trying to bring the feels and all that? Like every flipping game has become some odd togetherness narrative for some reason. I mean, devs, I don't want to sit through a bunch of people crying about the state of the world or searching for their souls. All right, you get me? I mean, you yanks can't even all wear masks during a pandemic and you're all on about togetherness. You knobs, there ain't no togetherness, man. Just give me cool things to explode and a lot of watery anime girls that jiggle. Why is this so hard for game development? Thank you. Yeah, honestly, I'm real fucking tired of this forced narrative of wokeness being pushed in games. It's, I mean, generally, it's delivered within a lackluster story that's underwhelming and comes off as being more condescending and preachy than anything else. And not for nothing. Maybe there is a place for those lame attempts of enlightenment because clearly people out there are really fucking stupid. But for folks already past your petty human differences, we generally don't want to spend 40 hours in a game being told to not hate people. When we're already there. I know, right? We all just sitting by waiting for the world to catch up. Oh, don't hate your fellow humans. Oh, okay. Let me think about that for a couple of millennia. All right. Wow. Now let's make all our media about not hating each other. Oh, sounds delightful. And yet they still do it. It's like, what's your problems, man? I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't give a shit what humanity does anymore. Just create stuff that's actually enjoyable. Fucking sitting around. Whatever. Josie! What? Why are people not as cool as squirrels? Calculating. Humans seem to have an inordinate amount of bias towards each other, whereas squirrels seem to only care if you have food or not. If you have food, squirrels like you. If you don't, squirrels ignore you. So basically, it seems, squirrels judge humans on whether or not they are good, or possess food, or are bad, without food. Also, squirrels do not seem to take sides on politics, religion, race or gender, thus eliminating all points of conflict that normally afflicts humans. See? Robot confirmed! Squirrels are awesome! So awesome, they deserve live albums by godly J-metal bands. Dude, I'm not buying albums for $40 a piece. I agree. $40 is quite steep for a live album by any band. Even if it is a Japanese import. Whose side are you on? Deaths. Well, that got dark fast.